Hello, everyone. Welcome to season three of the podcast. Uh, so today I'm going to be talking about prayer and fasting. And so I actually already have a podcast on this subject, but I'm going to talk about some different things and I may even have to split it into two separate ones. Um, but I know a lot of people are starting off their year with the 21 days of prayer and fasting. Um, so that's kind of why I wanted to talk on this subject. And um, these 21 days of prayer and fasting is something that I've started off my past few years with, maybe three or four years. Um, and I can honestly say that it has changed my life. Let me tell you, when you take the beginning of your year and you just consecrate it to the Lord and you spend time praying and believing God for specific things, it will literally, it will totally change your whole year. Um, and I've seen so much breakthrough and I have so many testimonies that I could tell you of, of things that have happened, um, during these 21 days of prayer and fasting as I've done them over the past few years. Um, so I encourage you, whether whether you're starting off with fasting or not, at least prayer. Prayer is an awesome way to to strengthen your spirit and to literally to, to target certain things with your faith that you're believing God to see. Because really, you don't have to wait and see what 2022 is gonna bring you. You can make up your mind that you're gonna you're gonna walk in everything that God has for you this next year. And you know, it says in the book of Job, you shall decide and decree a thing and it shall shall be established. So you can make up your mind that 2022, you're going to walk in health. You're going to walk in prosperity, that you're going to have joy, that you're going to live in peace, that you're going to, you're going to walk into the call of God, do do what God's called you to do and increase in every area of life. And really why can, why can we say that? Because the world is the total opposite. The world is just hoping fingers crossed. Hopefully this year won't be as bad as last year, but as a believer, as a believer, we have been given authority. We have dominion over the things, over the things in our life, right? So you can, you can take control of your own life. God, the Bible says that God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness and that he's given us authority and he's given us weapons. And one of them is prayer and fasting. And prayer and fasting is such a great way that you can, that you can really step into breakthrough. If there's a certain area of your life that you feel like you've just been struggling with for, for, for months, for years, maybe, you know, there, there is, God has given you things that you can, that you can engage in, right? Prayer and fasting being a great way that you, you can engage in prayer and fasting and know this is a way that you can access and tap into spiritual power, right? And so that's what I want you to understand. Why do we have to fast and pray? There's several reasons. I'm going to run through a few reasons here. So the first reason I have written down is, um, first of all, why do we fast and pray? Because Jesus fasted and prayed. And the Bible says that no servant is greater than the master. So if Jesus had to fast and pray, how much more do we need to fast and pray? And so it says in first John, it says that he who says he abides in Christ ought to also walk just as he walked. So really, if we say we abide in Christ, we should be doing the things that Jesus did. We should live as he lived, right? So that's the first reason why we fast and pray because Jesus fasted and prayed. Um, but the main reason that I kind of want to talk about, and I'm going to dive into Daniel chapter 10 in a few minutes, but understand with prayer and fasting that why do we have to fast and pray? Because even though God has given us 
everything in Christ and because of his grace, because of his undeserved favor, we've been given everything. You've been given joy. You've been given peace, prosperity, health, life. You know, all things are ours in Christ, right? Because of God's grace, because of his mercy. The day that you are saved, you have access to everything in the heavenly realm, right? We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm, right? Okay, but realistically, okay, now it's speaking experientially, I should say, not every Christian is living in the reality of everything that Christ has purchased for them, right? And so I want to read the scripture to you. In Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24, God told Moses, look, I've given you, I've given over unto you Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land, and be, now begin to possess it and engage him in battle. So God told Moses, hey, I've given you this land. God's given you the promised land. He's given you the promise. He's given you his word. He's given you the Holy Ghost. But then he says, begin to possess it and engage him in battle. So understand that even though God has given us the abundant life of Christ, there is still resistance against you walking in everything that God has for you. The Bible says the devil is the one who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So the devil is trying to always steal our inheritance in Christ. He's trying to steal your health. He's trying to steal your joy. He's trying to steal whatever, you know, whatever it is that you're, you're believing God for. It's not that you don't have it. It actually already belongs to you and the devil has stolen it, right? Because it really, in Christ, it already belongs to you. I'm not trying to get healing. Healing is mine. And the devil has sent an attack, you know, maybe on your health. So really, the thing about fasting and prayer, that's one of the ways that we engage in battle to lay hold, to lay hold and to keep what God has given us. It takes spiritual power to keep the things that God has given you. Okay, I'm going to say that again. It takes spiritual power to keep the things that God has given you. And not every Christian is operating at the same level of power. If you have been in church for any amount of time, you probably have realized that not every Christian is living at the same level of power in their life, right? And so that's what's so awesome about prayer and fasting. That's the way to tap into spiritual power. I mean, prayer by itself, even if you're just doing a time of prayer, intensive prayer and whatever, extended prayer, that's, that's creating spiritual power also. But when you add in fasting, it's a whole nother level, you know? And, and really that's why Paul said, you need to fight the good fight of faith to lay hold of the eternal life or the Zoe life, the life of God, the life that Christ has purchased for you. There's a fight. There's a battle that must be engaged in order to, to walk in the fullness of what God has purchased for you. And why should you want to do that? Because he's worthy. You shouldn't want the blood of Jesus to go in vain in any area of your life. We owe it to God to display his glory, to walk in all that he's purchased for us. And so that's that's why, that's why we fast and pray. We fast and pray to tap into spiritual power, to, to, to engage and to fight the good fight of faith that I'm not letting 
go of the word of God until I see it manifested in my life. I'm not going to quit until I see a breakthrough in this area. I'm not going to quit until I have a testimony to give glory to God in this situation. You know, whatever it is that you may be dealing with in your life. And so that's just a few reasons. That's why we fast and pray, right? So obviously, like I said, prayer in itself carries power. And that's one way that you become spiritually strong. Having a consistent prayer life is going to make you strong in your spirit. But what's the deal with fasting? When you add in fasting, fasting is you exercising dominion over your flesh. It's your spirit taking dominion over your body. And so why is this so important? Because the Bible says, and I think Romans chapter eight, it says to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. That word life, it's talking about the God kind of life. So when you get your mind hooked up to your spirit, when you begin to set your mind on the things of the spirit, there is a supernatural uh, power that's released into your life. It, it releases the life of God so that you can experience that you can experience everything that Christ has purchased for you. But when it says to set the mind on the flesh is death, right? So the more that you, your mind just thinks carnal thoughts, because naturally your mind is hooked up to your body, right? When you get hungry, your body tells your mind, eat food. I want to eat food. I'm hungry. I need to go to the pantry and get some food. Or, you know, if you like, for instance, too, your body, what you hear with your natural ears, maybe you hear on the news that there's a new variant of COVID going around. So your body, your natural ear is telling your mind sickness, fear, doubt, you know? So, so really your, your body is telling your, is your senses are constantly telling your mind all kind of stuff of the natural realm. But what fasting does is it weakens the carnal man and it gets your mind hooked up to your spirit. Your spirit is, is the Holy Spirit is, is constantly in fellowship with your spirit, right? Our spirit has been joined to the spirit of God. So what fasting and prayer does is it gets your mind hooked up to your spirit. It, it's practicing, okay, my mind, I'm not going to listen to what my body says. I'm not going to listen to what my eyes see in the natural. I'm not going to listen to what I heard on the news, what I heard this person say. My mind, my thoughts are going to be dominated by my spirit. I fill my spirit with the word of God and and my spirit is, is what is going to control my mind, control my thoughts. Because understand that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So really, you got to get your mind hooked up to your spirit. And really, the only way you're going to do that is by exercising dominion over your carnal man, over the sense realm, which is your flesh. So, and, and I'm going to talk more in detail about this, maybe on the next podcast about the flesh and the, the spirit. But, um... I wanted to kind of talk about with fasting and prayer in Daniel chapter 10. This is one of the greatest chapters to study when it comes to prayer and fasting. And so the thing about the Daniel, what's so awesome is, so Daniel was reading in, uh, um, Daniel was reading the prophecies of Jeremiah and he saw that Jeremiah prophesied that the captivity of God's people should end after 70 years. So. Daniel saw something in the word. 
So I want you to relate this to yourself. Maybe you see a promise of God that you have found in God's word that's not yet manifested in your life, but you but you want to see it come to pass in your life, whether it's for health, whether it's for provision, whether it's for a relationship, whether it's for ministry, whether it's for breakthrough in your family, salvation of a lost one, loved ones, whatever it is, you find it in God's word. So Daniel found something that Jeremiah had prophesied. It was the word of the Lord. And because he saw it in God's word, he set he set himself to seek God in prayer and fasting until he he had understanding and he had breakthrough to see, okay, God's people are to be released to be released from captivity, right? So he understood this is the will of God. This is the will of God, and I want to see it come to pass in my lifetime. So I'm not just gonna wait to see what happens. No, he he realized. I need to set myself to fast and pray and to cry out to God to see the will of God come to earth. I want to see heaven come to earth. So really, that only comes by prayer. God is waiting for you. You're waiting on God, but God's waiting on you. God's waiting on you to take authority and to to pray. Because James said, James said, you have not because you ask not. You have not because you ask not. So understand that. God is going to give you what you ask for. And so religion is going to tell you the opposite of that. Religion's going to say, well, if it's the will of God, it'll happen no matter what. Amen. Not true. That is that is a lie. <laughs> and I used to believe that lie. And that's not true. It's just not true. And understand, and I'm going to read this note. Um, so in Daniel chapter 10. Okay, let me just go back here. So Daniel chapter 10, he fasts and prays. He fasts for 21 days. And then it says that the, an angel of the Lord appeared to him. He had a vision and his answer came. Okay, the answer to his prayer came. And so um, in verse 12, the angel said, do not fear Daniel for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard and I have come in response to your words. Okay, so I'm gonna pause right here. First of all, okay, the first thing I wanna say about this verse, from the first day that Daniel prayed. So we don't persist in fasting and prayer to try to get God to hear us. God hears your prayer. The moment that you pray, God answers. Okay, but sometimes there's a delay in the natural realm, which we're going to talk about. But understand that God hears your prayers and he hears the exact things that you pray for. And so the angel said, I've come in response to your words. Exactly what Daniel prayed for is exactly what he got. Okay, so and I want to read this note by Dake, who's a great um, Bible uh, scholar. This is what he says. He says, um. Too many times religious teachers argue that what we ask may not be granted, but that God will give us instead what we need or what is best for us. In other words, God will substitute something in the place of what we have asked for. Okay, this is what I want you to hear. He says, there is not a word in scripture which teaches such a doctrine. God has promised to give men what they ask for in prayer, believing even the exact things that they say in words. So the Bible teaches that God gives you what you ask for in prayer. Okay, say a lot. When this became a revelation to me, it's actually great because then you you understand that God is gonna answer your prayers. Okay, 
when you pray according to his word and you pray in faith. And so, and a lot of people, they don't understand this, but I'm going to give you another scripture to back up what I'm saying here. Israel, God's people, they actually cried out to the Lord for a king. And it was actually not God's will to give them an earthly king. But God gave them a king anyway because they asked for it. Even though it wasn't necessarily wasn't necessarily God's best for them, they got what they asked for. Okay, so just let that sink in. So understand that prayer is so important. So when you take time in prayer and fasting and you you are targeting specific things and you you can believe God for whatever you find in, in, in the word, you take it to him in prayer and you can expect that God will give you what you ask for. How many times does Jesus say in John 14, whatever you ask for, I will give it to you so that your joy may be full. I want you to know that God wants to fulfill the desires of your heart. God wants to answer your prayers. Okay. And God will answer your prayers in Jesus name. And so, and so why, okay. So why, why did Daniel have to persist for 21 days? in fasting, if it says right here that God heard him from day one and the answer was sent on day one, okay? And so maybe you feel like that. Maybe there's something that you've prayed for, you've been believing God for, and you're like, why haven't I seen it manifest in my life? Okay, so one of the reasons, uh, one of the reasons could be what I'm gonna read here in verse 13. So the angel, the angel, he comes to Daniel and he says, the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me for 21 days. But behold, Michael, the archangel came to help me for I had been left there alone with the prince of Persia. So what did the angel say? The angel said, day one, I was sent with the answer. But for 21 days, there was a demon prince that blocked his way. So understand that this is talking about the prince of Persia. There is a demon prince over the region of Persia where Daniel was. And that demon prince was blocking the answer to answer to Daniel's prayer about the, the people of God being let out of captivity. So there was a demon prince. So understand that there are there. The Bible says in Ephesians, there are wicked spirits in high places. There are rulers of darkness. There there's the prince of the powers of the air. So there are ranks of of demon power, not to be all demon focused, but it's important to understand this because if you don't understand this then you blame everything on God. Okay? And it's not it's not God, okay? There is resistance to your advancement. There's resistance sometimes to you seeing the manifestation of what you're believing God for. But when you, when you fast, so as Daniel persisted in fasting, there was a greater dimension of power being released as he continued to fast and pray. And that power provoked, it says that Michael, the archangel was sent to, to help this angel overthrow the demon prince of Persia. All right. I know some of y'all, I lost some of y'all right there. Okay. Stay with me. (laughs) Stay with me. So, so when you persist in fasting and prayer, it provokes the release of angelic power to help bring forth the answer to your prayer. Okay. So Michael, the archangel helped him to overthrow the demon prince of Persia. And he was, he got there with the answer to his prayer. Okay. So this is huge. You need to understand that there are wars going on in the spiritual realm. 
And I know some of y'all are like, what? It's important to understand this, though, because otherwise you just think, mm, God's not answering my prayer because he's teaching me a lesson. OK, this is you come up with garbage doctrine when you don't understand these things. And this used to be me like I, when, before I understood this, my prayer life was terrible. I never had answers to my prayers. But once I got a hold of this and had understanding, understanding will help you. Knowledge will help you. Let me tell you. I started, all my prayers started getting answered, right? Because I started understanding how to pray and I started praying with an understanding of spiritual things. So that's why, that's why I'm taking the time to share this. So understand that there are, there are wars going on in the spiritual realm. And really what you see happen in the natural, everything that you see happen in the natural is really a result of things that are happening in the spiritual realm, especially in the governments of the world. There are wicked spirits controlling the governments of this world, in case you didn't know that. And the Bible says that Satan is the God of this world. Okay. So understand that when there, that's why it's important fasting and prayer it releases a greater amount of power from your spirit because you're weakening the veil. The Bible says that you have a treasure in your earth in your earthen vessel. So this treasure in you, the power of God, it's Christ in you. It's 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 an unlimited, surpassing greatness of power that's in you. But it's veiled by your carnal nature and it's veiled by your flesh. But as you fast, you're weakening that veil. You're weakening the vessel and there's a greater amount of power that's being released from you as you pray. And so that power is causing things to shift and change in the spiritual realm. That power is 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 causing you to have breakthrough in your life. And so that's why it's so important to understand this. Um, and so, and so then it, so then it goes on and it says, um, in verse 14, the angel said, now I've come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days for this vision refers to many days to come. So the angel came, the answer to his prayer was to show him things of the future. And that's another benefit of fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer is going to open you up to knowing the future because you're going to be more sensitive to your spirit. Your mind is all of a sudden going to be hooked up to your spirit. And all of a sudden you're going to start knowing things about the future. And this is what's so awesome. It's great to not be, you don't have to be caught off guard. You don't have to be confused. You don't have to waste years of your life going down the wrong path because you didn't know what you were supposed to do or what was going to happen in the future. God actually wants you to know things ahead of time. It is the will of God for you to know things that are to come. Not everything. You're not going to know everything. But there are certain things that God will show you about your future that will save you years of heartache, years of wasted time. Uh, just, just trust me. Trust me. And there are things that the Lord has told me about my future that have literally probably saved my life. Okay. And that were extremely important for me to know and, and understand that God doesn't want you to be a Christian that's caught off guard, doesn't know what's going on. God wants you to be ahead of the curve. So one of the benefits of prayer and fasting is that you are going to begin to know things of the future. And that was one of the benefits that Daniel experienced, that God revealed to him his plan for the people of God that was to come in the future. So God wants you to know his plan. God wants you to know his plan. And when you're in on God's plan, it will be a major blessing to your life. And so 
And I want to jump back to the beginning of Daniel chapter 10. It says in verse seven, it says, I, Daniel alone saw the vision for the men who were with me did not see the vision. So Daniel alone saw this vision and had the future revealed to him. So fasting and prayer will set you apart from other Christians. You'll begin to see things that other people don't see. You'll begin to have visions and dreams and be able to see into the the spiritual realm what carnal Christians cannot see. Carnal Christians are dominated by their flesh. They're dominated by the natural man. And so they're not going to be as sensitive to seeing into the spiritual realm. Okay. So, but, but Daniel, he said, I alone saw the vision. So it's going to fasting and prayer opens your eyes to the spiritual realm for you to have revelation and for you to see the things that are ahead. And so that's just a few of the benefits of prayer and fasting out of uh, Daniel chapter 10. And I'm going to talk, I'll probably do another podcast and talk about um, some other scriptures just throughout the Bible um, of the benefits of prayer and fasting. But I do just want to encourage you, if you've never fasted before, Obviously, and this is more on a practical note. If you've never fasted before, obviously, don't start with 21 days, <laughs> obviously. Um, and I want to just make it clear, too. What, what am I talking about when I'm talking about fasting? I'm talking about not eating. So obviously, if you've never fasted, you don't want to not eat for 21 days. But you can start small. You can start by just skipping one meal. Maybe there's, there's an area of your life where you've been needing breakthrough. You've been believing God for something. Maybe it's a lost loved one. Maybe it's a, a financial breakthrough, whatever it is. You can even just start by skipping one meal. Okay, today, instead of eating lunch, I'm going to take this hour and I'm going to press in. I'm going to begin to pray fervently. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to meditate on the scriptures, uh, the promises of God, of what God says concerning whatever area of your life. And so you can start, you know, small. You know, you can start with wherever you're at. Um, and obviously, like I said, I'm talking about not eating. So fasting from social media, fasting from TV, whatever, that's great. But that's not Bible fasting. Um, because if that was the case, then everyone in Bible days fasted all the time, right? Because they didn't have social media. They didn't have TV. So uh, Bible fasting, the, the, the actual Hebrew word means to shut the mouth to shut the mouth. So the greatest desire of your carnal man is to eat food. That is the greatest desire. So, so when we're talking and we're studying the Bible, we're studying fasting and prayer, what Jesus did, what Daniel did, what Nehemiah did, what all these, these great um, men of God did, we're talking about not eating food. So if you're going to believe God for the, for the promises in the Bible concerning fasting, we're talking about fasting from food. And I'm not saying that you can't fast from other things. Follow the Holy Spirit. Maybe you do need to fast from social media or whatever. And I'm not saying that's bad. And I'm not saying that's not spiritual. But again, Bible fasting is abstaining from food. And so if you do decide, maybe you feel led, okay, I want to do, you know, more than just skipping one meal. I want to do a day or two days or three days. You know, you can, you just on a practical note, you can drink water. Obviously, I, I don't recommend you try to do a dry fast. That's like another level. Um, you know, use wisdom. Obviously, you're fasting, but be be wise about it and, and don't... Uh, you know, there's people who have overdone fasting. If Jesus, the max he did was 40 days. Anything over 40 days, you, you're trying to one-up Jesus. And that's just not 
just just don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, but another way you can do it, which is something that I do for the 21 days, if you're like working a full-time job, it's pretty hard to just go water only for 21 days. Uh, if you can, more power to you. But an alternative to that would be 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. water only. And so that fast is, it's in the Bible. It talks about, I can't remember, maybe it's in First Chronicles. Um, it says they fasted from sunrise to sunset. So, you know, during the day, you just drink water only on your lunch break. You can spend time in prayer, um, whatever. And, you know, that's just on a practical note. But and I, and I just pray, you know, as you as you ask the Lord, what would the Lord have you to do to consecrate your year to the Lord? I believe that as you set time aside to spend time in prayer, to spend time, you know, in fasting, that you're going to see more breakthrough in your life than ever, that you're going to see things that you've been believing God for for months, maybe for years, those things are going to begin to break break loose and you're going to begin to increase and advance in every area of your life in Jesus mighty name. This is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.